guys, and welcome back to another episode of Talk That Good Shit. It's your host, DJ, and again with me, I have Dan. How are you going? Yo, I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Royal Rumble's left me in some high spirits with uh, the outcome that we got, so that's always nice. It, this is very true. It is very nice what happened. That's it. And bringing that up, let's just go straight into it, going hard on the Royal Rumble results. So first off, first match pre-show was the Women's Tag Team Championship. So the uh, we had Nia and Shayna actually taking the titles back from Charlotte and Oscar. Did you actually watch that? I watched about, I want to say, the last half of it. I got in a little late. Yeah, I'd say that's fine. Like Literally, I, I look at it and like, nothing happened until Lacey Evans turned up. That's it. I think another another match, there were some shenanigans. Um, you know, I think getting the titles away from Oscar and Charlotte, one, opens Oscar up to actually be a singles champion. It's, it's true. I, I saw a couple of people comment this, and I, I had to agree with that. They gave the titles to Oscar and Charlotte because Lana got hurt. Things happened. Totally fine. But then it was, well, there's clearly no plan here. They had no plan on what to do beyond. So just get it off them and give them back to Nyan Shayna. Like, there was no plan with Nyan Shayna. They're not in the Raw Women's title picture, so we can still have a singles title. That's exactly it. And, you know, their, their whole gimmick about their tag team is we don't trust each other. So, you know, I think that leans harder into a story than... I, yeah, I was going to say, I think Shayna and Nia pull that off a lot better than Oscar and Charlotte do. Oh, for sure. I mean, the whole Oscar Charlotte one, Charlotte one is just you have a title and I don't. Honestly, plus, and spoiler alert, when the Rumble happened, uh, now that Lana's back, it's like, well, cool, we can wrap up that story and Lana can take the titles from Nia and Shane and finish that all off. Exactly. So I think overall it was a, it was a decent match, bit of a dodgy, uh, some dodgy works happening there. But it, it was also like, I remember it was pretty clear Lacey a bit confused on what her spot was because she like got handed thing from rick flair and she got up on the apron and hit charlotte and charlotte's on the floor trying to do the figure uh, figure eight and like lacy she's on the floor why are you on the apron? uh you, you know leaving everyone just as confused as she was there <laughs> <laughs> but then i was also disappointed right because well actually i'm gonna have to look this up hold on where did lacy enter in the women's rumble there she was yeah she didn't even get eliminated by charlotte so i was like what was the point yeah i know she was there to pad the numbers for uh Shana. That's true. Shane is just going to be the uh, the Royal Rumble, like the women's cane in the Rumble, where she's going to have the most eliminations and never win it. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not fully wrong. I mean, this year was uh, Rhea, but we'll go into that later. So, yeah, I think overall I'd rate that, uh, I don't know, maybe like six Charlotte title runs out of ten. <laughs> That's a fair. Because, uh, yeah, I, I do agree with a couple of where it was. It's clear they gave the title to Charlotte. Hey, look, Charlotte's back. But also, there you go. There's your title. There's a tag title. Now we don't have to worry about that for you ever again. Exactly. It was fine. There was nothing special. There wasn't bad. It was fine. That's it. So next, we moved on to the, I guess, the main card, so to speak. Only one pre-show match. First match of the night, Drew versus Goldberg. See, this was interesting because I saw Goldberg like at the end of the pre-show before they transitioned to the main show. Goldberg's there and he's starting to storm out the locker room. I was like, wait, are they opening? Really? This is the first match? I mean, got to start the fans off mild. <laughs> Goldberg's got to be in bed by night. <laughs> he's got to get home to kiss his son goodnight. <laughs> no, I actually joked and I said, see what's going to happen is Goldberg's going to win the title and then the Miz will cash in and because the Miz is champion, he's not allowed in the Rumble and that's how Goldberg's in the Rumble. Oh, I'm God, am I glad that didn't happen. <laughs> That's exactly how I thought that was hanging out when Goldberg was coming out first. The like, Miz can hold on to that briefcase. Because it's like, Goldberg, you're going to need like, you know, two hours to recover for a two-minute match. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was really confused as well with the open-up because it was like, they did the whole thing and the whole title and everything. And then Drew headbutt Goldberg. I was like, look, I get it. I would headbutt him too. But just the bell didn't ring. You're meant to be the good guy. What's going on here? I mean, his wrestling, Goldberg, there is no good guy or bad guy. There's exactly, Goldberg yeah. and the guy we want to win. <laughs> it's Goldberg and not a Goldberg. <laughs> That's it. So, you know, and even Drew channeled his inner Goldberg and busted <laughs> out a spear there. I mean. I laughed. I actually laughed at that spear. I was like, mate, never do that again. <laughs> you know, like, we already know how many people on this card are going to be throwing spears left, right, and center. We don't need another one. <laughs> exactly. So, once again, Short Goldberg match. I think the beating Goldberg tried to give Drew before the bell even rung was longer. 
in the I match? I think it actually was. And then, like, all the selling and, like, oh, you sure you want to start the match? Like, everything like that. I think it actually was one in the actual match. So, you know, not much happened. There were some spears, some claymores. There was a jackhammer, which I swear I thought I wasn't going to happen. <laughs> I, I, I turned to, to my friends I watched it with and I said, it's literally exactly as I said how it's going to play out. Match will start, spears, a jackhammer. Oh no, he'll go for his hit to Claymore and win. It's literally what happened. And that was the match. That's where it ended. Drew retains and moves on to... Uh... I, I, will, I will get into that because I'm very happy, but I'm also very upset about what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so yep, that's a typical Goldberg match. It's a... Uh, I don't really know what to say it's hard to rate something so short which is a shame i think this is like the women's tag where it's just like it was fine like big star power yay but there's nothing special it's just it's a goldberg match exactly what you'd expect that's exactly it i'm okay with it but i'm not happy about it (laughs) everyone's okay with it because goldberg didn't that's all that mattered (laughs) exactly and then it was followed up with the women's the smackdown women's championship we can't mix that up it's the smackdown's one like not like the raw one was there tonight. Um, <laughs> the <blue> anyway, one. <laughs> it was the blue brand. That's my favorite flavor of championship. <laughs> um, Sasha and Carmella. Honestly, it, I wasn't too into the match. Okay, cool. I just I was wondering if I was the only one that was going to have this. Like again, we were talking and setting things up for the Rumble, but and all this stuff, and they're going along. And it's like, look, I'm a big. I will admit, I'm a big Carmella fan. I've liked, but like. The whole draw was TLC of, is Sasha a choke artist? And then Sasha won. So this match was just like, didn't really need to happen. Exactly, that's it. It's uh, it, it felt like we needed to pad out the card. We don't have many championship matches on the card. Actually, speaking of that, speaking of that, I actually got annoyed because I, I mentioned before we started that I watched Raw, but I mean SmackDown. But I read up what happened. So hold on. You did the triple threat match that you were going to do with the Rumble on SmackDown with Sami Zayn and Apollo Crews. And your US title match you were going to do with Riddle and Lashley on Raw. You could use either of these matches on this show and you didn't. Got to give it away for free. Exactly. I was like, hold up here. I mean, after what happens with Lashley and Riddle, I understand that one. But at least the Big E match. Yeah, that's it. There was a lot of champions in the Rumble, but not defending at the Rumble, which kind of takes away from the prestige of the titles that they're trying to build up. I mean, like, the Intercontinental title has gone through so many iterations of it needs to be prestigious. Yeah, like, we had the whole Miz thing, and then it was like, Sami Zayn had it about prestige, and then AJ had it, and he's all about a different kind, and Jeff Hardy had it, and he's the fighting chance. It's like, it's all great and good, but then when it comes to, like, hey, you want a shot at the Universal title? I understand. Like, it's the world title. It's the top title, but you already got one. Like, shouldn't that be your most important thing? No, I was using that as a doorstop. <laughs> Biggie's using it as a paperweight. <laughs> He's actually just giving it to his best friend, Kofi. <laughs> Kofi, this will heal your jaw. Remember the good old days? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the good old days of mid-card? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's going to bring us back to Sasha Carmella. I, I didn't watch it per se. Actually, it was hilarious. It was Reginald kicked out. Carmella did the, the suicide dive. We all were like, oh my God, she could be hurt or this or that. She was fine, and then it's like, okay, cool. We turn around, we do our one thing. It took, like, 20 seconds. Turned around, and Sasha had already won. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so confusing. It came out of nowhere. Just, by the way, matches up. Yeah, that was one of those, time to go home. We've got two matches going about an hour. We really can't have you guys going over 10 minutes. What are you doing? <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Apparently, they went for 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes. Just go home, finish it now. <laughs> They went five seconds shorter than the women's tag team match on the pre-show. On the pre-show. So, you know, like, once again, wasn't a match, obviously, I was expecting. Wasn't one I was overly excited for. I feel like the two of them don't have the same chemistry as, say, other, you know, other matches for each of them. Again, another match that was fine. I would say it's better than the others, but just like the other two, it's not enough to go back. Exactly, and that's it. So... We finish, we finish that match, and we move straight on into the Women's Rumble. Um, now, I, I was just going to say, I saw a lot of people calling who the Iron Woman would be, and I was like, oh, I can see that. I don't know. I think this person, rah, 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 we're all discussing, and straight away, number one comes out, and all of us were wrong. I was like, oh, well then. No, I mean, last time we spoke, you, uh, you called the winner, at least. I did, I did. I, I said I would like Nia Jax to but yes, I definitely said logic. This is who will win because that's just it's who has to. Win. 
I think for me, the moment that we saw the tag titles change hands, I didn't see either Nia or Shayna walking out of the Rumble the winner. That's basically what I had. Like the second they won, I was just like, I need, I want to change winner, but we have a rule that when the show starts, that's it. You're locked in. You can't change in the middle of the show. That's it. So first two entrants, Bailey and the returning Naomi. Which I was interested in that, right? Like Bailey, that's what everyone called. Everyone said Bailey would be the Iron Woman. Like, no, I thought it'd be the Bel Air. Pretty close in entrant wise. Uh, but then, yeah, Naomi came out. And all of us was, I mean, cool. Forgot she wasn't there. Nice to see her back. That's about it. It's Naomi. Cool. That's it. They had their, uh, you know, the first, like the starting two little back and forth that is pretty much always going to happen. Um, Bailey showed off that she'd had hole shaved into the back of her head i laughed so hard at that i was like can i can bailey win just because of that <laughs> even though michael cole wasn't on commentary for that match <laughs> yeah. i think i read later that yeah that was just Corey graves giving misinformation um was it to, or at least he may have forgotten that cole wasn't calling it with him and they had tom phillips instead ah uh, fair <laughs> enough <laughs> so uh cole wasn't gonna be there so the payoff wasn't gonna be there I just thought that was a interesting choice. It's clearly right that Cole is avoiding Bailey, so we're going to have a WrestleMania match of Bailey versus Michael Cole when he announces. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know though. She may have to compete with uh, she may have to compete with Billy Kay for that. Ooh, you know what? Fair enough. So moving down the line, Bianca comes in, goes on to win. You know, she goes on to win. It really, she's gone back to back with good Rumble performances now. Obviously, this year she's won it. Yeah, so that is, that was my my thing because it was like it was pretty obvious that Bianca was going. I kept seeing that everyone was calling, and further down, I won't say who was until later, but it's the person who came runner up, and I saw a lot of people he was going to win. And I was like, yeah, but the problem is if she wins, Charlotte has to put the title. That's the problem. Exactly. So no. It, it was to me. It was obvious. Billy, uh, B- I said Billy Kay because I'm looking at next entrance. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was to me. It was obvious. Bianca Belair was taking the win. Like she, she had. That's it. And time wise, she was in the Rumble the longest, fifty six minutes. She ended up being the Iron Woman, which is what I said would happen. I thought she'd be entrant one though. So yeah, she. I think she had a good run for eliminations, which is pretty good. I mean. You're always going to have one other person, two other people that throw out a hell of a lot more when everyone's only getting, at best, four eliminations. Well, Bianca and Shayna were sharing that record, and I'm looking now, Shayna got six and Bianca got four, so Shayna's just overtaking Bianca by two eliminations for the most now. And I mean, like, Rhea alone in this one rumble had seven. Oh, I didn't even see she got seven. She Yeah, she she's throwing, she's making her way up to Kane levels here. Right. You have to look up and see where she's sitting right now, actually. So, yeah, we had some good spots there. I mean, Billy Kay with her, what was it, 8 by 4 whatever. She, she's hilarious. I love Billy Kay. Not enough to ever get a title. Like, I'm a little annoyed that whatever headset she had on wasn't always on. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, there were shots. You could see she was talking with the headset, and you couldn't hear her. It, it was the It's Byron Saxon's headset, because we don't need to hear it all the time. We've got to we've got to put more attention into trying to filter what's coming out of fucking Jerry Lawler's <laughs> mouth. <laughs> you know what? It's not inaccurate. Honestly, one of the weirdest. Tr- like, if they had him calling the men's rumble, I would have been like, whatever. Exactly. I had the he, same thought where I was like, why is he always calling women's matches? Like, people are uncomfortable with it. He's got no filter, and even though he's, I think, he's mellowed down. Like, he's not as like forward with what he's saying. I the mean, fact like, that it, missed out on him being calling the men's rumble and saying to the Shinsuke Nakamura and they all rooked the same. <laughs> so, you know, like the fact that at one point he told, uh, I want to say it was, he told Byron, imagine that they're all fighting over you. Oh, no. That, That's I not don't okay. Get it. I don't get it. Like, obviously, with whoever we've got on the announce table, we've always got, you know, Tom Phillips calling the action like he does. Yeah, or so he's always like, bullying fucking Byron. Yeah, usually they have, like, the middleman, Tom Phillips or Michael Cole, and they'll do, as you said, the play-by-play. And then you got Corey Graves or Samoa Joe, and they always be like, oh, you know, the bad guy, like, Seth Rollins, he's always right here. Like, what he did was, yeah, okay, morally wrong, but you got to see, like, he'll support the bad guy. And then you got Byron Saxon. I think it's meant to actually half be Cole as well, because they don't have three people on, Smack, uh, on SmackDown. But they'd have the third person on, Smack, uh, on 
the face side being like, you know, the big valiant fighting Bianca Belair. This is all cool. Where does Jerry Lawler fit this? <laughs> he got to sit there and watch. Oh, that's that's somehow creepier. Uncomfortably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, besides him, you know, we got to see um some ret- you know some returns, quite a good number of NXT um you know NXT numbers coming in. Six NXT stars, which I think is a good number given you know the spots yeah. that they have. You know, you've always got to set aside spots for like. I mean, this list just puts them as free agents. It's just people coming back for the night. Because it's like, yeah. I think we talked about this when we did the predictions one. It was like the entire women's main roster uh, is like 21 or something like that. So they still needed to have a few of build the spots anyway. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, like we've got, and that's one thing that did get me. They kept <clears throat> saying that all these people, even like these women from the past era, they kept saying they're returning, but we know full well they're not returning. Yeah, it's like, um, if it's like, I think they had an earlier Roddy Snooker and Roddy Piper come out. Like, oh my God, look at me, rah, rah, rah. That's cool. But it's like, hey, you know, this person's come back. And, but have they really? Hey, it's Victoria. She's returning. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's coming back to stay. Actually, with that too. So we have uh, on our producer, it's a uh, name a surprise entrant. Someone that's coming back, someone debuting, someone that's returning, like whatever you want to do. And the one year I finally put down Victoria, she fucking turned up. <laughs> it's like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> oh, I was not happy. I mean, I was happy to see Victoria, but it's just like a one year. I will say, though, like, because I'm looking at the entrance, so we had, like, a few other names, like, you know, Shotzi Blackheart, Tony Storm, Ruby Riot, Jillian Hall, Victoria, Peyton Royce. I was surprised to throw Bailey, Bianca Belair, and Shayna Baszler, all three grouped really early. No, I'm with you there. I mean, like, I feel like Shayna, they would have wanted to have put early anyway, because it's like, she's one that they know she could go the distance if they ever needed it. Yeah, because it's like, they eliminate Bailey half an hour in. I think that's about roughly like entrance 20 or something's coming around, like somewhere there. And they always have, two, you know, we usually work together and keep each other through the rumble. So like, I think 2008 was like Shawn Michaels and John Morrison would always be. And 2009 was Trips and Randy were always together, no matter what. So, like, I think she, they were like, hey, Sha- uh, Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair will be there all the way until the end. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, even to the point where it's like Naomi was there with Bianca for, like, the longest time. Yeah, exactly. So I think they just had quite a few people that were going to go, you know, we had quite a few people in there that are like, they went well and truly over the 30-minute mark. Yeah, exactly. Actually, how have we got here? Let's see. Uh, Bailey just missed. We had Naomi, Bianca, uh, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, and then that's it. But we also had Lacey Evans lasted 19. And yeah, Bailey was 29. So seven people, seven out of the 30, went almost half an hour. That's it. And then, like, you got quite a few people near the end there that just got thrown out. Um... <laughs> Actually, funny enough. Funny enough on that, when uh, Alexa came out, I was like, she's 27, okay, let's see how this goes. And everything's going along, and then the lights start to change. She goes, oh, it's the Fiend, the Fiend's here. And I laughed so hard when Rhea just came up and threw her around, and went, nope, not you know what? with that. That's what you have to do. I mean, they showed that it was like, you know, that Alexa's current story, where she's at, It's she's beyond championships, she's beyond, like, the Rumble win. It's got nothing to do with that at the moment. Yeah, so, like, it's kind of weird how they explain the the Fiend stuff, but it was, like, Alexa's desires to be the champion, so the Fiend is going after the title for her. Hey, Randy Orton's back. So now it's like, no, the Fiend is now going after Randy, so Alexa's no longer, even if she wants the title, she now has to go after Randy because that's the Fiend. It's something weird like that. No, that's exactly right. And, you know, to have, like, the beatdown that she gets, the moment she gets into the ring. Yeah. Because no one wants to deal with that sort of bullshit today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think as well, because like, we are going through the answer, like, you know, you know, entered 14, Rhea, and 15 was Charlotte, and then uh, 27 was Alexa, and 26 was Lana, and then 29 was Nia, and I was like, oh, she's coming up so late, she's not winning. Oh, my dream. That's it. And I mean, like, for me, being that they gave away the, 30, like, the, the 30th entrant to Natalia, and it was like, <laughs> We knew she was coming out at 30 before the match. I'm like, she's not winning. No. No one we know who gets the 30th spot wins the Rumble. It's very rare for number 30 to win. It's almost like, and I brought this up, but I'm like, oh, 
why would they reveal the right I was like, look, 30 is almost a death wish. Like, if you get 30, you're out. You're not winning. That's exactly it. So, you know, like, I, I remember, can't even remember how many years ago, when they were talking about the, uh, you know, they're doing the numbers, Royal Rumble by the numbers, and a stat that they've had to get rid of is the same amount of people who have entered at number 30 and one are the same amount as who came in at first. Well, that's changed. Oh, that, actually, no, they technically can bring that back, right? Because they just can't have number two, but it was like, you have Michael, Benoit, and the winner, who we'll get to, were all number one, and then you had Taker, Cena, and Triple H, all number 30, so have that stat back. I suppose you could now, couldn't you? Yeah, because we just hadn't had someone who won from the start again. Well, I was just going to say, something else that surprised me as well was the fact that Entrance 1 and 3 both won. Like, they were both right at the start. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's what, they were definitely going for a uh, theme. Like, the, the, the winners theme? had to win. Like, they had to, the winners had to win. Of course they fucking did. No, <laughs> the winners had to, they had to prove and go the, the whole way. <clears throat> yeah. It would, it would well, be too like, easy to throw Edge at 30 or 29. They hyped up as well. Like, this constant superhero theme and superheroes. And, you know, they always have resilience and power and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, Bianca Belair, who some people with her strength and athleticism and going the distance and all that, like, she fits that role. And then you got the comeback story of the other side, which you later. And it's like, again, that fits that role. So regardless, of rum- like, because of how they advertise the Rumble and how it's built up, a good guy had to win. But yeah, no exactly. Good guys had to win. So yeah, going through the women's rumble, you know, we we got to see Tori Wilson come out. Oh, um, always again. good to see. Always good to see Hall of Famers. Um, I won't lie, but didn't feel like she it was necessary to have her in there for four minutes. She was in there for four minutes. Wow. Okay, I don't remember that. I remember oh. her coming out, and then I remember her getting dated. <laughs> but it's like she came out for four minutes. Didn't really do too much. I mean, she may have hit a finisher, but I can't even remember what her finisher <laughs> I was. I can't remember that. Nope. Eliminated no one, and then was in- eliminated by Shayna. Yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, I did laugh at the Carmella as well. So obviously, and I brought this up. It was like, why are they doing SmackDown with Sarn now? It's like, well, Carmella's got to be in the Rumble. They have the Rumble first. Carmella's not going to be, and they have another missing spot. But. When Carmella came out and she fell, fell into Reginald's hand and was like, oh, he saved her, yay. And then Tamina just comes out and super kicks Reginald and eliminates Carmella. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, like, that's good. Oh, my God, Tamina face turn. Although, can we talk about this? The greatest women's Rumble entrant of all time? Oh, no, I don't know if I want to talk about uh, Santina Morella. Our truth. <laughs> I forgot about that because of Alicia Fox here. <laughs> oh, that was great. You know what was funny was during the pre-show, I made jokes. Uh, I, I think we made it last time on this too, where it was just, uh, R-Truth will come out in the women's rumble, and then R-Truth comes out in the women's rumble. I was like, why? What makes it worse, though, something I did think on is he came out, got to the ring, and then realized, oh, this is the wrong rumble. But he wasn't <laughs> in the men's rumble either. <laughs> My bad. He just didn't know. <laughs> I do like, though, like, I... Asked, like I said for a while, like what would be really good is when Truth's in one of these matches nearby, they do a 24-7 title change in like a Rumble or a Battle Royal. And they finally did that because they gave it to Alicia Fox. And I was like, you know what? It does her sort of style of what she did. That's it. And she won it pretty much straight away when she entered. So like... It was like a nice break because we had like Charlotte and uh, Charlotte came out, Lacey Cat, and then it was just like a bit of dead period. So it was a nice break for comedy before it kind of went back out until Alexa came in. Yeah, that's exactly it. You know, like, so she came in, she won the title, she got eliminated within a minute 48, and then R-Truth picked it back up again. So she held it for, let's just say a minute, we'll put it safe, say a minute. But I mean, like, the 24-7 title, that's a, that's the best you can hope for. Exactly. I thought it was really good. Um, but yeah, that eventually would bring us down to the final four, which I was very, a lot of people, three out of four? I don't think anyone picked Natalia was being the final four. No, I, I didn't think she would be. Honestly, I thought coming out at number 30, she, there's going to be like a very quick turnaround on her. Yeah, so like we had obviously Charlotte, Charlotte, Bianca, she won. Rhea Ripley, who was the runner-up, and then Natalia. And I was like, because it was uh, I think Natalia, Lana, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler left over. And Nia threw out Shayna, and Lana got rid of Nia, who's stupid, and ran after her. And I was like, look, I know you're not going to. I really know you're not. But can you just eliminate Natalia? Like, let Lana have this. She can't, she won't win. But hey, she made it to the final four. Like, that's a big thumbs up. And then they just threw Lana out. I was like, bit just. That's it. I, I did like the, uh, 
you know, the the final two I was happy with. I felt like if Charlotte made it to the final two again. I genuinely thought she was going to. I thought she was, I was like, waited the whole rumble for Charlotte to Rhea and it never came. I was like, huh, well then. So no, the fact that we did get Rhea and we got Bianca and we had that moment where they were like both on the apron. Oh, the most tense few moments. Like both sitting on the apron, like, hey, like maybe we shouldn't do okay. anything here. Just get back in, truce, reset. Although in a way, I'm kind of happy with that because I saw that and all I thought of was the botched ending to the first Women's Rumble. <laughs> with Nikki Bella. With Asuka's kick nowhere coming close to Nikki and Nikki's <laughs> still Nikki falling. I was going to say, Oscar missed Nikki Bella in the gap that you could park a bus in. <laughs> there so, was social distancing right there. Like, they were, they were ahead of the- Yeah, that's it. There was social distancing before it was cool. <laughs> But no, so I do, I I did like the storytelling aspect of that. Plus, two, um, you know, two. I want to say one's former NXT now, but I guess not. I mean, technically, Bianca's well, te- former NXT. Yeah, yeah, because she's <laughs> SmackDown now, isn't she? Yeah, Bianca. So you know, we had, the, you know, they they shared time at NXT together. So there's that mutual respect between the two of them. So it was like, um, I saw someone comment this and it was like, you know, the Rumble's one of those few pay-per-views every year that everyone watched, the whole world watched, because it's the Royal Rumble's best match of these, to be fair. And I was like, you know why it's the title match is like, hey, it's Goldberg, you remember, it's Drew McIntyre, a new guy, Drew beats Goldberg, there's Drew McIntyre, cool. And then you got Roman and Kevin Owens, and they're the more current guys, and people know Roman Reigns, but The Rock, so okay, cool, there's that. And then you got the two Rumbles, and I was like, here's your old star, and everyone loves him. And then here's the new star in Bianca Belair. And it's like, it's a nice even distribution of bringing the old and the new to try and bring people back. Yeah, exactly. As you said, it's the match everyone's going to watch. Yeah. So I, I agree. I, I made a comment about this and I was like, look, personally, Bianca Belair doesn't do it for me. I don't care about her. I'm very happy. Like if she goes and wins the title, big thumbs up. Nice. Very good. I think that's great. Not for me, but I don't care. It's for someone else. Cool. You can have, you can have that moment. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I, looking at the landscape now, I don't really see her winning at the Rumble. Uh, not the Rumble, the uh, Mania. I actually, te- I do see her winning, right? So I don't think, I think that's completely out of the question. I think at this point, Raw is between Charlotte, someone else. I don't know who, but Charlotte's in that match, almost guaranteed now. On the other side, though, it's like, and I brought this up with why I wanted Carmella at TLC, because it was, you got, Carmella, the diva, versus uh, Bianca Belair, the uh, you know athletic chick. Or you got uh, the only way I can kind of say, and I don't want to say it this way, but you got the megastar Sasha Banks versus the up and coming star Bianca Belair. Like that's your mania match there. Yeah, that that's feeling more likely than her chasing after Raw. So, so it was like I said, regardless of what happens, she's gonna go for the SmackDown title. I'm Bully, she's gone for the SmackDown title. The question is, are we doing more story so it's Carmella, or are we doing more in-ring stuff so it's Sasha Banks? Yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense. So I'm, I'm curious to see how these next two pay-per-views turn out and who takes that title to WrestleMania. So I think we've covered the Women's Rumble as uh, thoroughly as we could without going play-by-play. I was not going to be talking about Dana Brooke. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. So we move on from the Women's Rumble, which... I think it was solid. It was a solid rumble. I mean... It, it was pretty good. I would still say last was better with yeah. the one Charlotte one, but this one was... Still, uh, it's a nice, comfortable second. It's really That's good. That's it. So we move on now to uh, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens in a last man standing match with golf this, cart. This was fantastic in both an amazing ring aspect and the actual story and physicality. And also some certain bit that happened, and I just couldn't stop laughing. I thought that was fantastic. Are you talking about the handcuffs? I'm talking about, well, not only the handcuffs, the golf cart. Yep. <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing at that way. Kevin Owens is trying to get up, and Roman just runs in down the golf cart, and I burst out laughing. I'm like, I shouldn't laugh at that, but that was hilarious. See, the, these are two guys that can that can have a match, and it not need to take place in the ring, though. Exactly. I think that's a lot of Kevin Owens' style, too, because it's like, it's not really his current character. It's always the character of the, you know, down to earth. He's a nice guy, but he can be a bit of an asshole, rah, rah. And it's, to him, it's a fight. It's not about having the flashiest match. It's about winning. So he'll do whatever it takes to win. That's it. So, like, I think this match was really made quite well for both of them. Yeah. 
because it's like, like the normal storytelling where we've had of Roman facing Jey Uso and Roman facing Kevin Owens previously and Daniel Bryan, where it's, he just beats the hell out of him. Oh, you know, you need to respect me and name me the tribal chief, blah, blah. But then you also go to Kevin Owens with his literally never die attitude. We'll never quit. He'll never give up. That's it. So, you know, I think, you know, there were a lot of spots in there that I really enjoyed. I, I wouldn't say there was a part of it that I got bored with. I think the entire match was quite um, entertaining the entire way through. I'll admit uh, there were times that I genuinely thought, because we talked about it, like, there's no no way it happens. Roman wins. He has to. That's the only way this ends. That was two times I legitimately thought Kevin Owens had actually won. I was just like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Um, I think it, it was competitive enough that it didn't feel like it was just going to be, you know, 25 minutes of 25 minutes of Roman Reigns beating Kevin Owens into the ground. <laughs> Passion of the KO. You know, like, it was a good back-and-forth match. There were moments where, like, Kevin could win, which I think is better moving forward than just if Roman Reigns decimated him. Exactly. So I, the first one was the forklift spot where they went all... He, he, like, got the forklift up and climbed all the way to the top and did the swanton bomb to Roman through the tables. Like, I didn't think it was over there, but, like, Roman came up just a time and made me think for a second that Kevin Owens had won it. But the other part was, as you mentioned, the, the handcuffs. Because he's sitting there and he gets the handcuffs out and Kevin Owens fights back and KO hooks him and he puts him not just straight on the scaffold, he goes underneath the scaffold to the other side so he can't reach. And Roman's sitting there, he's doing everything he can because he can't stand up because he's on the ground. The ref's counting, it got to nine. I was like, you're freaking joking. He won and then Roman murdered the ref. And I was like, oh, my heart, like, please don't do that to me, Roman. We almost had a repeat of that time that uh, Cena fucking taped Batista's legs to the ring post. Hilariously, my friend actually came back and said, see, Kevin Owens' problem is he didn't go with duct tape. That's it. He, uh, he, he also, you should have attached his legs. That is true. That's what I thought he was going with. He was going to, like, handcuff one of Roman's legs to the actual scaffold. And, like, well, you can't stand up now, can you? Yeah, but then you need a pair of handcuffs thick enough to go around Roman's leg. <laughs> Roman's tree trunk. Yeah, that's it. And that isn't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, then the hilarious thing. The thing everyone kept bringing up, as you mentioned, with the hilarious thing about the handcuffs, when another ref comes out, he starts counting, he gets this, he just stops. And Roman's still sitting there with Heyman trying to get the handcuffs off. <laughs> Because for whatever reason, reason, Heyman couldn't use the key. Yeah. I, I, couldn't I work it out. To, I turned to my friends because everyone's like, is this a, like, what's going on? Why is this so carrying? I was like, it's a botch. There's no other answer. What they should have done is waited until Roman was free before they sent the next rep out. That is their fault. That is a production error. That's exactly it. I mean, like, even to the point where, you know, I had a thought and I made comments about it not long after it happened, but, and then I read online that it's also brought up is in the instance that you're using handcuffs and especially if you're using handcuffs in a match where if someone can't remove them, it's either going to look like a massive botch because they're not going to lose when they should. You should have like bolt cutters on hand. Yes, I fully agree. And that's what I like thought if, they were going to go with. It's like if Heyman cut him himself. If Heyman couldn't get the key to work and then like walked no more than like five, 10 meters away and came back with bolt cutters and just cut the handcuffs. And Roman completed the match with the handcuffs on both wrists, but like obviously separated. That would have been okay. Instead, we yeah. had this moment where six, time to stop counting. Yeah. And as well, like the other thing they could have gotten away with, because I think it was Roman in it who got himself out of it. But it was like, in the end, if they just had hang, like refs counting five, six, seven, and he would walk up and was like, hey, where are you counting? And like he interrupted the count. It would have been less obvious. Yeah, that's exactly it. I, I, mean, I did hell. like the finish as well because it was just like they did all this stuff and oh my god and crazy whatever and then Roman just chokes him out and makes him pass out and that's how he won. I mean, if you ever want to stop someone moving, if they're unconscious, they're not moving. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so like that makes sense. I would uh I would a hundred percent go with that. I mean, throwing back to the women's rumble, there was that one elimination that Baszler did. Oh, with the Kirafuit clutch and the drawer. Yeah, just over the top rope, just choke him out and then drop him. You kids want to see a dead body? Kids want to see me kill this person? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Shane's memo right now. No, so that's it. So, yeah, that, that I really enjoyed that match, to be honest. It, uh, I, thought I think it, it really went good. over and above what I was expecting, that's for sure. At this point, where we were at in the show, I would definitely say this is the best match of the show so far. Oh, for sure. Like, I mean... 
in comparison to what we had, this was the one of the first matches that I felt, you know, because the Royal Rumble is not a storytelling device on its own. It it can lead into stories, but it certainly doesn't tell a story. Yeah, it's the Rumble itself is who's winning, who's going to win the biggest match of the year, and everything else is like there's a, like a hundred little stories in between with all the different people, but the overarching story is just who's winning. That's all that. That's all you can have. Exactly, but this one was like one of the first ones where the in, the entire way through it had this compelling story. Yeah, so like especially compared to what we said before, where it was Drew and Goldberg. I don't care what happens, but I care who's. And this one was I don't care who. Wins because it's obvious Roman's winning, but how we get there will be fantastic. And it was, it really was. No, that's it. So I would definitely rate like a match like this, like easily be pushing like an 8.5. 8.5 Charlotte title reigns? No, 8.5 uh, Kevin Owens chair contraptions. Because <laughs> he always does that. I didn't think about that. And then he always goes through them himself. <laughs> I swear half the time, it's like Kevin Owens will say something, he goes, hey, so I got an idea. And actually, funny enough, we we're making comments when they made that. And it's like, Roman's got this remorseful look on his face and Kevin Owens is like closing his eyes and he's breathing. It's like, they've got something dumb planned. You can they know see they're the doing something stupid. Of, this is going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that definitely a really good match. Um, looking forward to eventually seeing where Kevin Owens goes because I think that puts a full stop at his title chase for the moment. Well, that's the thing. So I didn't, did you see SmackDown? Um, I didn't see all of it. I really just caught like highlights and that sort of stuff. So I didn't, I didn't watch it because Final Fantasy fourteen has unveiled their new expansion. That when they were doing that was the same time SmackDown. Was <laughs> like, I'll watch SmackDown later. That's no problem. But I did read up what happened, and like they do the Rumble when it coming out and confronting Roman and rah rah, and then to end it, Kevin Owens comes out and he stuns Roman. So is he trying to go for another match? Like what, what's happening? And if he is, what do you what what sort of match do you follow up a last man standing match with? Yeah, because what I originally was going to be the thing was going back with the Adam uh, Adam Pearce, and I was like, hey, it's going to be Roman versus all the guys he screwed over. So, you know, Roman, Owen, Shinsuke, Brian, Cesaro, like Otis, something like. That. I was like, because the next show is the Chamber, and that's only two weeks away, which we only just found out about. Which but, means that uh, they really need to start announcing what's going on. I suppose it'll be next week now. Yeah, and it's like, so Cesaro and Brian are doing, Shinsuke's got his thing with Jey Uso, which is on hold, and then Owens is attacking Roman, so I was like, so are we, is that what we're doing, winner of the chamber goes to Mania against the Rumble winner? Yeah, that's it, it's, uh, I would like to see possibly Owens get another match between now and Mania. I think they're doing fast lane as well, I'd have to double check it, I think they're doing fast lane as like the last pay-per-view. But I no, I think they like, are, you're right. Because I said, if they're doing that, what I think you need to do at the chamber, it's the chamber winner of the neighbor. So say it's Roman fights the Rumble, winner, and then we don't have anything for McIntyre. So at Fastlane, big match, and the winner of that faces McIntyre at Mania. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to see where the titles go because obviously, with uh, you know what we'll discuss later, um, it puts a question mark above where some of the title matches are going to be, what's going to happen, including the yellow brand. So as I said, like I made in my prediction where it was Sheamus would win the Rumble, and that obviously hasn't happened. But it's like what I thought the reason win the Rumble to get to the title match, if that looks like what we're now where it's going to be Sheamus and Drew. And I was yeah, like, that's it. well, with the Rumble winner, if we are doing just and Drew, because that's what you very heavily hinted at Raw, like Sheamus just straight up kicked Drew in the face. So that would mean that the Rumble winner goes after Roman. Like that's his only option there. Unless of course, you know, we've <laughs> seen... oh, sorry. <laughs> what we've seen now is that on your two main shows, you know, the Rumble winner's gone out and the champion has been decimated in front of the Rumble winner. Yeah. The show that didn't happen on was NXT. NXT. That's true. Now, that's a really hard call to make. I don't know if they'd... I uh, mean, the Rumble winner, who it is, has stated that they were doing stuff with NXT. So, like, I don't think that's what they'll go... But I wouldn't rule it out just yet. Because, like, they did Charlotte Rhea last year. It's not unheard of. That's it. And... Also, if they do go with NXT, we've got, you know, the NXT champion is someone who, you know, has been in that main event position before yeah. you know, of other shows. They're, they're, then they would be no stranger to a WrestleMania. Because it's, it's like Pete Dunne on one side who's challenging for the title. Okay, well, he had the UK title for like 700 days or something ridiculous. And he's for always... 700 been... years. Yeah, and 
He's always been on top. He's always been the big guy and blah, blah, and all this. So he's got that main. And then you got Finn Balor, and let's face facts, it's Finn Balor, wrestled and WrestleMania and all that. So he's also able to be up there as well. Exactly. So I, I wouldn't rule it out of the question to be like, that might be where they go with that. It could very well be. And I mean, like, going into that, we may as well just roll on into the last match on the card, I think. Yeah, I think that's um, fair. <laughs> so men's Rumble. Edge and Randy Orton. Now, originally, Randy was first and Edge was second. Obviously, they decided, they decided. well, oh, Edge is winning. We should probably put him in a bus. Yeah. I, I didn't Make it more compelling. I thought it, was, I thought it was hilarious. Anything of it. Until Edge won and went, and now I know why he was number one. That's it, because Edge won on a return last time. He won. Yeah. Uh, and that was a... 20, was that the... 20... 2010 was that year. And he entered, like, I want to say, like, right at the end, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was, like, 28, I think. Because I think Batista was 30 that year. I think he was 28. I'm totally not looking it up. Don't check my post history. <laughs> 2010, so- there we are. Uh, results. I probably should have stopped earlier. Uh, 29. Uh, 28. He was 29. So he's one from 29th, and now he's one from number one. Yeah. And he spent an hour in the match. And apparently, allegedly, an hour and 32. An hour and 32 seconds, which means not only is he the marathon man of the match, technically Orton is listed for the same amount of time because he started at the same time and went over right at the end. I think we need to put a major asterisk. Yeah, there. I th- can can we like get see how much TV time he actually got minus when they showed him in the trainer's room? <laughs> so, so we can actually actually work out how long he was in the match for. So what happens is Edge and Orton fight and then they go outside and they fight and they fight and they fight and then Edge gets the chair and he bashes Randy Orton's knee with it and he's like, Oh my god, my knee I can't do it. Doctors and everything check on him and they go, Randy can't compete. Oh no. So they take him away and then right at the end after Edge is humble, Randy comes back in arcade. Like, you piece of shit. <laughs> Although, quick thought, right? Randy, when it comes to his injury history, would have targeted his shoulder, wouldn't you? That, that's what I thought. It's like, why don't you go for the shoulder's edge? He's got well documented. Yeah. Like, that would be more believable that, oh my God, he's gone after the shoulder and edge is out. Yeah. It's not confirmed, but we don't think Randy's coming back. Exactly. Um, so then we got a couple names that ran through while Edge and Orton were having their scuffle. So we had, what, Sami Zayn, Ali, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler, Nakamura. The Carlito coming back was no pun intended. I just realized what I said. No, that that was pretty cool. It's just a shame that, you know, the year that he returned was also uh, a year where oh. he couldn't spit Apple. <laughs> also the year for where no one can react to his return. Yeah, exactly. I think I think Maybe that's were... the reason that like him and Victoria finally came back is there's no fans. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. There'll be no fans to boo them in the building. Yeah, I thought I thought Carlito's cool. I didn't think he would be coming back anytime soon, honestly. But it was like after I saw a couple people say after MVP last year, are oh, we going to see a fair few less aggression guys coming back? And this is kind of that. Yeah, that's it. That's that. This is kind of where that all happened. Because then we also had well, we got Xavier Woods, Biggie, Morrison, Ricochet for some reason. Ricochet, who was there for a whole eleven minutes, and that felt like a minute. <laughs> who had a qualifying match against AJ and lost it, so he wasn't allowed in, and then he was in anyway. Yeah, well, AJ wasn't uh, AJ wasn't standing guard at the time. That's the problem. Uh, you know what? That's fair. He was too busy trying to probably you know get his elbow pad on. Yeah, he was he was getting ready. He was you no, know, he was actually having uh like almost Vietnam like flashbacks of the last Wrestle uh, Royal Rumble he was in when he <laughs> okay, got speared I'm by have Edge. To take a spear. Hopefully, I don't dislocate my shoulder this like, time. I am not going to sell it with a flip. Funny enough, when Edge Edge did spear him and it looked like he started to go for it and went, oh, wait, hold on. Yeah, I just saw that. I'm like, oh, I better not. <laughs> uh, that was cool. So after Elias, we had Damian Priest, who I think everyone had down. He was the only NXT guy in this year's Rumble. Yeah, that's it. it he, he actually was, which is uh, it's pretty weird to only have the one. But I suppose if you're going to pull one from NXT, he's a good pick. Yeah, I think that, like, to me, because afterwards on Raw, he's now been... As far as you can tell, he's Raw, because he had a match on Raw. I mean, they actually and, called him a call-up. Like, he got called up. Yeah, on the like, act- you know what? There's worse ways to do that, and, like, that's a pretty good stamp for, you know, you're the only NXT guy who got called in. Like, that's a good stamp of approval. That's it. Only NXT guy. You were there for 
15 minutes and you tied with the most eliminations in the Rumble. Did he really? Was four really all it was? Yeah, because wow. Big E also had four. Well, someone else had four too, but no, there's a lot of threes. Interesting. I actually laughed because I saw Edge before had three and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> final four, final three, final two. You didn't eliminate anyone till the end. The ultimate opportunist strikes again. <laughs> Literally strikes again. This, this has actually been his long-term play. He's not been injured. He was just waiting. <laughs> exactly. He was cleared he years ago. Happened to get number one and went, well, fuck. He was cleared years ago. He's just been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, with Priest as well, Miz came out next. I suppose we should talk about this that happened there with a certain <laughs> performer who I had never heard of until the show. Who's apparently yeah. super popular. I'm, I'm going to say I, I must be out of touch because never knew who this guy was. Apparently super popular. So I was looking up YouTube numbers before we started. And like his thing with Miz and Morrison on Raw the next day is already at like 1.4 million views. I was like, I guess he's popular. I don't know. I feel like they were just kind of reaching that they needed someone there since, uh, you know, the other show had a... Snoop Dogg show up. <laughs> well, we can't have Snoop Dogg. Who's the next thing? Uh, there's this guy called Bad Bunny. You know what? Bring him. Ooh, yeah, he's apparently... better than Snoop Dogg because he's bad. He's better because even though he slipped, he still got the crossbody right. <laughs> no, he did more. He jumped outside the That's true. But no, Snoop yes. didn't. Having Bad Bunny come out and doing with Miz, like, that was pretty in any. I actually wasn't against it. I was sad Miz and Morrison got it. They weren't my picks, but I wanted Yeah, so I that's like, it. Oh. But again, like with Bad Bunny, who's apparent and allegedly super popular, and then Damien Priest got paired with him, and it's like they hung out and did all this stuff. It's like, okay, look, again, they're really trying to get this Damien Priest on. Yeah, yeah, they are, aren't they? I'd... So I thought that was real. Uh, who else? Then we got Matt Riddle, Daniel Bryan, the mayor of Knox County. <laughs> Kane coming out for a solid one minute, 51 seconds, and still getting two eliminations. <laughs> still getting two. Who did he even eliminate here? Hold on. Kane eliminated. He got rid of, oh, of course he got rid of Dolph That's what he does. And Ricochet. He got rid of the small dude. It's what he does. Hey, you guys remember 2015, right? Kane, right, in the ring for a minute 50, eliminated two people. That's more than Seth, uh, that's more than Riddle eliminated in 31 minutes. I was going to say, meanwhile, Randy Orton sitting here in an hour with zero eliminations. <laughs> You have to be in the match to eliminate <laughs> no, people. It's semantic. Even so, Kane with his minute 51 got two. Daniel Bryan with his 28 minutes got one. Ugh. Uh, then we had, what, Corbin, Otis, Dominic, Lashley with his four minutes getting three eliminations. And being taking four people to eliminate him. Lashley was not fucking around. <laughs> no, it was It was Lashley that yeeted Dominic, wasn't it? Yep, and it was fucking glorious. <laughs> My God, sent that boy flying. I actually had Lashley down coming out last because of, oh my God, Bobby Lashley. And it was like, that's basically exactly what they did. Just he came out at 22 instead. Ray actually saw Dominic get eliminated like that and decided he wasn't competing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, AJ, you want to swap numbers? <laughs> um, who else we got? Hurricane, which was hilarious because we did I the, did like that the one. double joke slam thing. Uh, and then we had Christian. That, holy crap, was I not expecting. That was like, I, I would almost go out on a limb and say my reaction to Edge returning the year before almost was matched by Christian. I agree. So like, not exactly, because I feel like Christian always could have had this come and go sort of mentality. Yeah. Whereas Edge was like, he was not meant like, to come back out, ever. You, you don't get to do it. Like, it's sorry, like, you wrestle can't. one more time, your neck is going to explode into a million pieces. Yeah. So I was like, I, and I actually, so my friend is mega Christian Mark. Literally Christian's favorite of all time. Ironically, Edge is my favorite of all time. So seeing Edge and Christian was just like literal, like cherry on the cake. It was perfect. Absolutely. No, that, that was definitely a good moment. And um, getting to see them, you know, I, I suppose they didn't really do many of their older spots. They did do a tag team move though. I still think it was just like the, the moment of having them both there after both was into retirement. And, you know, Christian getting to do the unprettier and not the goddamn kill switch. <laughs> and I, look, I'll be honest, Christian not getting a concussion this time. He just wanted one more match. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, and then our, our final six, we had AJ, Rey Mysterio, Sheamus, Cesaro, Seth Rollins finally returning, and Brawny. 
Dad Rollins and Big Braun the Strongman. And Seth, in his eight minutes, got three eliminated, including Daniel Bryan, because he's a complete dick. <laughs> and everybody booed. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's what I said. Like, we can't eliminate Bryan, because there's no crowd to turn on the match this time. I mean, but we're, we're really forgetting, right, the VIP for AJ Styles here. Oh, good old Omos, where AJ got a grand total of zero eliminations, and Omos got two. Yeah, exactly. One of which was Ray. I mean, the other was Big E. See, Big E's impressive. I saw a lot of people say, oh, is it going to be AJ, Big E? It's like, yeah, but AJ's on Raw. He'd have to transfer to be able to do that uh, program. I don't think that's where they're going at all. AJ got him out because... AJ got him out because AJ wanted to win the Rumble. Yeah. That's all that that it is. Funny enough, when Braun came out and Braun's like beating beating up people and beating up people and Seamus counts, I was like, no, Seamus, you stupid Irish freak, stay away from Braun. And Braun threw him over. I was like, fuck you. I was like, fuck you, Seamus. Why? Uh, yeah, no, I I really because then afterwards we had our I guess final seven. What did we have? We had Edge the winner, Randy the runner-up, Christian and Braun in the final four, which I didn't, I don't think any Christian be there. Seth uh, was still there. Seth, Daniel Bryan, and Matt Riddle. Those were our final seven when Braun came out. I don't know how to feel about Matt Riddle. I'm yeah, torn. It's I'm indifferent. Like I don't hate it, but I'm also not like a yay Matt Riddle. It's like a, okay, he's there. I, I won't lie, though. Damien Priest and Matt Riddle, they had their little moment together in the ring. Um, yeah. Their little back and forth. And I, I, I found that entertaining. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I think that the fact that, like, you know, the both of them were very much strike-heavy competitors. Yeah. So, like, I think because um, on Raw, right, Miz, uh, Miz had Miz TV with Bad Bunny and they were doing the whole thing for the Rumble and Priest came out to defend him and all that. And obviously now that we're past the rumble we're now going to start getting closer every day to mania we're like for 68 days or something like that i think 65 days from mania so each day we're getting closer so people are going to be like oh what's this this match this match this match whatever so i saw a lot of people they reckon the celebrity match this would be bad bunny and damian priest against miz and morrison i was like look from what in his segment with miz tv what he did with Morrison and at the Rumble, I'm not going to be against it. Like, if that's what he wants to do. Thumbs up, all the power to you. And plus, all that star power is going to go to Damian Priest and going to make people want to watch Damian Priest. And he just got called up. So that's good for him as well. Exactly. And then as well, on top of all of that, Miz is money in the bank. He can cash in any time, get the world title. It's like, hey, you remember that guy, Bad Bunny Fort? Hey, he's the world champion. So I was like, I think that's very, very positive. I think that's exactly what they should be going with if they wish to do that. Like, as in Bad Bunny, which have a Mania match. That's it. It really depends on how long they want to have Bad Bunny around for, I think. Yeah. And then that also, like, because, again, talking about Mania matches, and we're talking about AJ, the one that I thought, because I was talking with some friends afterwards, and I was like, AJ got eliminated because Braun, he came after Braun, and Braun picked up and went to throw him out, and almost was about to catch AJ. Braun just went, lol, no, and went to the other side of the ring and threw him out. And I was like, I wonder if that's a Braun Strowman, AJ Styles having a feud which would then lead to Omos finally having his debut. So it's Braun and Omos at Mania. Two big dudes. Two big sweaty men slapping me. That's what that match would be. And I was like, look, again, that's not not a bad thing. Again, spectacle big dudes. Like, that's a draw. That's what people would want to see. No, oh, yeah, for sure. I think um, definitely the match of the night yeah, for this one. Not, not even um, close. It is 100% the match of the night. I even think even if Edge was eliminated at the end, I still would have considered this match of the night. I'm not even going to lie. So Edge, uh, Seth Rollins had the most beautiful elimination where waving his arms like, no, 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 touching the floor. And I thought it was fantastic. The second Randy hit the RKO, I dropped my phone and I went, oh my God, Randy is a three-time winner. What do you mean? That's it. I mean, I saw a lot of people online getting upset about the fact that it appeared Edge no-sold the RKO. But I don't, in my, like, to me, that doesn't matter. Like, the In my is, opinion... Yeah. This is a Royal Rumble match. If Ran- if this was a regular match, Randy would have gone for the pin and most likely won. Yeah, exactly. There and then. But this is a Royal Rumble match. He hit the RKO. He picked or uh, he picked Edge up. He he ran uh, Rey Mysterio did. He was in the exact same spot last time. It took too long to gloat and went thrown over himself. That's it. And it's you pick the guy up. You go to throw him over. They reversed it. It got countered. You got thrown over instead because you didn't grab onto the ropes. So, I don't funny think enough, that has. This exact, exactly what happened was what I thought was going to happen with the women with Lana and Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was almost there. I got the right spot, like right finish. Wrong rumble. 
But yeah, there's just I thought it was really good. And as I saw someone comment and it's oh, you know, a lot of people complain they should be pushing younger guys, like that should be like I don't I don't think they said Ray, someone like, you know, I think priest or something like that. I can't remember who they were saying, but they're whinging because younger people should get pushed. And I was just like I saw this one comment, I couldn't disagree with them. It was like the thing about the story of the Rumble is normally, as we said earlier, you can't really have a story of the Rumble about who's going to win. And every now and then there'll be, there would be a story about the Rumble. But the problem is the exchange of that is that's all that matters in that whole Rumble. So like that 2010 Rumble where it's Shawn Michaels wants the match with the Undertaker. That's all anyone's going to care about. The other 29 guys don't matter. They want to see Shawn Michaels win. That's it. So when Edge's Rumble came around and he did that big, great promo on Raw the previous week about... He believes he can, and he's going to try and do his best rah and get his, get his goal back. And then they did that, and it was the story of how he returned from He came back, and it was Randy Orton right at the gate, and he took out Randy. And that's fighting this long, grueling road, trying to climb all the way through the end and reaching the end. And Randy comes back, and he gets rid of Randy, and it's the culmination of the journey back to the main event of where he was before he had to retire. Considering, let's not forget... The night he retired... He was the world champ. He was the world champ. And was it not right after... Because he just had a match with Del Rio, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was after Mania. Because Del Rio It was right after Mania. He retired right after Mania. After having a heavyweight championship match against Del Rio, I believe. Exactly. So... So... This just ends up working. And I was saying to people, I was like, look, if Randy had won, Bray Wyatt wins the title. That's the only way that works out. Randy's got to fight Bray Wyatt. That's what we're doing. And we did that on Raw, almost, because Randy, like, challenged Edge. and It was unfair, you know, you should have fought me, and, uh, you like, you hurt me. That's why I wasn't eliminated. Like, excuses, excuses. And you challenged him for his WrestleMania match. And they're having their match on Raw, and it's fantastic, and they're going. And then Alexa Bliss turns up and starts bleeding from the mouth, which distracts Randy Orton, and Edge picks up the win. It's like, okay, so they're still doing Randy Orton Bray Wyatt. Like, that was the end of Edge, and we're moving into mm-hmm. something else now. Let's not forget as well, like, the opening of that match where... Edge runs out of the ring. Because they didn't even get into the ring for that one, did they? Yeah, no, Randy, Edge came out to his stuff, and then Randy was a kid, and Randy started to come out, and Edge went out of the ring and met Randy. So it's like, I'm just trying to think, did their brawl ever end up back in the ring? I don't think it did. No, they ended up back in the ring, then Sammy's, and then Ali. When Jeff came out, Edge went back out of the ring. That's right, yeah, you're right. I'm like thinking to myself, did Randy ever even enter the ring? Yeah, no, they came in because it was like if Sami Zayn came in and then they're just fighting on the outside. It's like, Sami Zayn's hilarious. He'll find a way to it work. But then it was like the next entrance was Ali. And it's like, okay, well, that's heel on heel. That's not really going to work. We yeah, that's it. So to... instead, let's get all four, let's just get all of them kicking the shit out of Edge. Exactly. Welcome back, Edge. Yeah, well, yeah. Give him the, uh, what is it? Was it Daniel Pewter? Oh, yeah. Give him the Daniel Pewter fucking treatment. Chops for days. Oh, poor Edge. <laughs> yeah, so the the thing that interests me afterwards was like, as we were talking about Mania matches, you know, this is what Miz and Priest could be doing, and this is what Braun could be doing, rah, rah, rah. And we talked about it before, but it's like, okay, well, Balor and Pete Dunn, I could assume, we could say, let's say Edge goes, hey, I want to fight Finn Balor, because he has expressed interest in fighting Balor previously. That would be an option. Where would that leave everyone else? Because Drew McIntyre looks like he's fighting Sheamus after Sheamus kicked his face off. So we're going to do that. Cool. That's Drew covered. What does Roman, and that's where the question, I think, who does Roman fight? Whoever the hell Roman wants to fight. I mean, that is true. Roman's just going to fight himself. He's going to bring back not Jimmy. <laughs> and they're going to fight again. Because my original thought was like, okay, they're going to do Edge and Roman. Then that makes sense. Like, they'll kill Christian because poor Christian. But, like, that's the drive for Edge to go after Roman. Like, that's cool. That works. And then we're talking about Finn Balor earlier. And that's why I'm like, it could be Balor. And then that would bring us back to where we were before, where it's Roman and Daniel Bryan. That could definitely, yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, I think there is a lot of stories that there's a lot that could go around every title. Like, no one title I think I could set in stone go, this is what's going to happen with it come Mania. Exactly. I think as well, because they they were trying to get the, like, they originally advertised that the winners of the Dusty Cup would get their title shots at the TakeOver. But I half think that they might be using, especially the women's Dusty Cup, because it's the women's tag titles, and the winner of that will face Nia and Shayna for the titles at Mania or something like that. So, for instance, like Mania Day 1, and then Mania Day 2, winner of that, faces Lana, and so then that way, Nia and Shayna, Lana, Naomi, whatever it is. 
It's like there's so many options we have right now, and it's just like the rumble. Like normally at this point, you start to see, okay, it'll be this guy and this guy. They'll do that or whatever. But this year's been very kept very close to the chest and not revealing it. Yeah, exactly. And I think like we're sitting here with the only things is Edge has got a title shot, Bianca's got a title shot. It looks like Bianca Sasha. Basically, the only match we have to work off right now. That's it. And obviously, as always. We'll get more information quicker than we could probably even cover it. So Don't worry. Don't worry. It would be like last time when we missed the other week. And then the next day, tomorrow, they'll be like, hey, by the way, here's some stuff for the chamber. Yeah, that that's exactly it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that they're going to have to give us a bit more on the rumble, uh, a bit more on the chamber than they have with the rumble. Yeah, exactly. Because the rumble sells itself. They exactly. could just put, hey, guys, subscribe to the WWE Network now to watch the Royal Rumble. And people would do it. Exactly, 100%. The Elimination Chamber, as much as I love the Chamber matches, I think they can be good. I don't think they sell themselves. Chamber, Yeah, Chambers don't sell themselves. They're great matches, but it's like the draw for Chamber, and it has been for past years. Like, I don't think so much last year, but normally when it's like they put something on the line, it's, hey, win the Rumble, that's okay. There's a second chance. The Rumble was the easy way. It was the long contest, or you get lucky or something. The hard way is the Elimination Chamber. This is the last opportunity whoever wins is going to mania yeah exactly that's it and like when they make it like that to me that's what the draw of the chamber is so like i remember that it was a bit disappointing when braun ran through and killed everyone and then roman won in the end but it was like braun elias roman cena balor seth and it was like the winner fights brock lesnar and like even though it was obvious roman was winning it was just like a hey none of these guys won the rumble that went to shinsuke so they all have to go each other through the elimination chamber of all things to get the title shot. No, you're definitely right there. It's um, like I remember the the thing with the elimination chamber. What it used to be was because it would follow the rumble, and the rumble was you get to main event WrestleMania, yeah. and it was you get to pick the title you want a main event against. So then yeah. you'd go to you get to the elimination chamber, and it was like you're now competing for the title that yeah, so- you could main event with. Yeah, so, like, if we go with what we have now, let's say for Drew's title, where it's Edge is the Rumble winner, and that's, like, it's McIntyre, Sheamus, uh, Rand, Lee, uh, like, two other guys, it's like, hey, whoever's going to win is going to fight Edge at WrestleMania. Like, this is your last chance to get that main event. That's it, and it, it that is, it's a case of Edge announces who he's going up against, or at least he announces what title he wants before the Chamber. So, like, the last few years, because Brock's had the title, it's like, well, they're facing Brock Lesnar. Brock's not going to lose the title, which eh, that's just what it is. I mean, but he I might it lose like... it in his bag someday, but... <laughs> I mean... Because he doesn't but, bring like... it out very often when he has it. Exactly. But it's like, um, I think it was 2013, like, the uh, Rock won the title. It's like, well, Rock's going to go to Mania. He's the Rock. And John Cena won the Rumble. It's like, Cena's going to go to Mania. Cool, it's Rock and Cena. Thumbs up. And then the Chamber would just be like, hey, it's like Brian, Mark, a couple guys. The winner's going to fight del rio this is your other chance to get the other big match at mania so like to me that's what's the draw it's like they use the chamber for the title or the like number one chip and it's whoever win gets that mania like that's it after that these are the big four stars of wrestlemania yeah at that point it's we've locked down the main titles they are now unlocked no one else can get in on those matches and now it's just cool everyone now is going to filtered down throughout the rest of the card to their slots like this guy's got the u.s title they've got the tag titles it's randy bray wyatt like things like that so no i think it'll be an interesting build coming into mania um coming up announced (laughs) yeah that's it give us more stuff to talk about we won't have to pick at straws every time we talk about stuff it's pretty accurate but no so the next major obviously nxt takeover vengeance day that's happening. Don't really think it needs to be covered too much. That's kind of what I was thinking. We really, I guess, need to talk about that because, like, we haven't really covered much many, and plus, it's ridiculously close because didn't realize it was that close. The only thing we really, I was gonna say, anything we really need to talk about probably would have been Balor and Dunn, which we kind of did when we were talking about Edge. Yeah, that's exactly it. The rest of it's not going to affect too much else. Yeah. I mean, they could prove us wrong and they could be like, everyone who won at Vengeance Day is going to be entered into the Elimination Chamber. I mean, fuck, <laughs> okay. Including the tag teams. And have an chamber match. Yeah, that's it. But no, so I think, like we discussed, Balor and Pete Dunne both have their own, obviously, claim to being able to go on further with the title. 
exactly. Um, I just, yeah. On that one, I still see Bala retaining. I, I agree. I actually had a, uh, a couple of friends yesterday when we were talking about, because as I said, didn't realize so early today, um, but they brought it up yesterday as well, like last night. And it was just like, uh, you know, talking about it, blah, blah, blah. And one of them said, I'm going to be shocked if Dunn doesn't win. And I was just like, I'm not going to lie. I don't see how. I think Bala's still got to, like, NXT still rides very much on Finn Bala. Yeah. And, like, plus you've also still got the pending match with Karrion Cross. It's like, Bala took the title when Cross got in. Like, the obvious match to go to is Bala and Cross. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I think if Edge picks NXT, it's going to be like, hey, it's Bala and Dunn, and Cross is getting involved, and it's like, Bala and Cross. No, that's like... I'd be open to that. Yeah. I'd subscribe to that. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and I think... That's pretty much everything to cover. So, uh, yeah. yeah if- I think the next thing we do do one is either going to be the Elimination Chamber, which is in two weeks, or I think Revolution for AEWs after that. So, Revolution, what day is that on? I don't remember. I'm not going to lie. Well, at least the date. AEW Revolution. I'm not looking this up, I swear. The 7th of March. Really? Yeah, it must have got... Because this is the one that got pushed, wasn't it? Right. I don't know why it got pushed, but I remember they were mentioning that it was going to get pushed back, uh, potentially going to get pushed back because of an issue with a date. And it was like, if it gets pushed back, it's only... Yeah, so I, I figure, depending on what comes out, honestly, that would just be a I'd just split an episode between the two, to be honest. Yeah. Luckily, probably. we don't have to go... Like, the Rumble is always the hardest match to cover, I think. Just we're just talking about it, there's so much in it. Exactly. I think um, we mentioned that in the pre shows last time, where it was like, other other shows that won't be as bad because like hey it's just a static house and then what are you going for but it's the rumble it's like there's 60 people only two of them can win what do you think could happen yeah exactly so i feel like you probably even be able to split something between the chamber and um revolution yeah. just depending on how much information is out um yeah, exactly but we'll see we'll see where we get to on that one and see what uh what either party decides to announce or whether they just want to leave everyone in in the dark about it i think <laughs> aw dark AW Dark. Oh, are we gonna see Fuego del Sol. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, um, so we'll call we'll call that a show today. Um, if you guys watching or listening, you don't watch this, um, enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe on your chosen platform. Um, leave us a review, a comment, anything like that, because every little bit helps. You've been watching Talk That Good Shit with DJ and Dan today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Cheers.